Hi, welcome back to, we have a title, it's called Stay Tuned. If you're listening, thank you. Um, you're joined by myself, I'm Rich. I'm Holly. Hi, once again. Um, first, I want to just discuss, thank you for listening to the last episode. It meant a lot. A lot of people are listening to our randomness, and I'm just, I'm floored by it, honestly. And Every, we're having so much fun. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, this is... Something that we're doing as a hobby, and the fact that you guys just tune in, you know, it's really, really cool, and I thoroughly appreciate it. I mean, we're going to keep on doing this until, you know, we get sick of it, which probably will be never. So, probably. please. You know, <laughs> but it's, it's really, really fun. Um, basically, like I said in the last episode, we kind of, like, just jumped through it, but how I know, how we know each other is she is my sister-in-law. She married my brother. Uh, they've been together for like a thousand years. Um, and we said one, we had this passion for this kind of stuff. And one day I sent her a text and I was like, do you want to do a podcast? And she's like, sure. And you know, it was like a regular, like, Oh, whatever kind of text, but we followed through with it. And now we're doing this and we're going to come out with more stuff. Uh, Obviously, we had a big break in our schedule because we're trying to get things together, put into place, and you know, and now here we are. But once again, thank you, everybody who listened, everybody who clicked follow, everybody who commented if they can comment, who emailed, which is thank you for the email, and yeah, that's my part. And Holly, you got anything to say? Listen to more dramas and shows <laughs> and more to come. More to come, but. You know, with that being said, you know, welcome to Stay Tuned. And today's topic of choice is going to be the... Parasite! Thank you for beating me to that one. <laughs> Go ahead, Holly. I you love Parasite. It. She loves Parasite. I do. Let's hear it. It was a great movie. I It deserved every award it got. <laughs> I agree. That's how I kind of... I'm going to start out with this. Um, but basically, the plot of Parasite was about a poor family... And they were, they found their way into a wealthy family's home and they used them to get what they desired, basically, or tried to. We'll get into that later. Yes. Um, but I kind of want to start out with like the title. Yeah, please go ahead. Let's, let's break it down. This is a, this is a discussion about the movie. Obviously, once again, there'll be spoilers. You're warned. So going forward, everything that we uh, talk about on the show and shows going forward have spoilers. Please, please know. Watch the movie first. Watch the movie first. Or, you know, if you don't care about spoilers, you know, it doesn't matter. Listen anyway. Continue, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so starting out with the title, Parasite, I kind of wanted to break that down into everyone kind of, in my opinion, I thought everyone kind of thought that was just about the poor family and how they were like mooching off of leeching off of you know the richer family trying to get what they wanted okay but i kind of thought about it last night when i was watching it again and the wealthy family did the same thing uh, okay so so how so because i honestly just thought the title parasite was just about like the poor family leeching right. off the rich people i i'm that person right there right so but when i thought about it the rich family in terms of labor, they leached off of the poorer family because they constantly throughout the movie brought up, oh, hey, if you had only given them more money, they wouldn't have done this. So I feel like they were leeching off of the poorer family for work. Okay. So I kind of think they were both parasites in their own I can actually add viewpoint. to that. I can add to that. I, I, um, there's, a, there's a family, this, this movie involves many families. Okay, but there's one family that you meet later on, and this once again it's not a spoiler, but this uh, man who's got into some debt from dealing with the wrong people, he's in their basement, in the the Park family's basement, hidden behind a uh, a bookshelf. So the way I see it, he is a paras he's one of the parasites living off the Park family. That's why I thought it was the poor feeding off the rich. The Park family are the rich family. Yes. Because of the family living in the basement, she was taking the scraps of food that the parfum left out, his wife, which we'll talk about her later, and giving it to him every night. So No, not necessarily. In the movie, she said she buys all of his food. She did not steal the food from that family, from the Park family. But at the same time, though, did he did the man who was in the basement, he said 
Mr. Park feeds me and takes care of me. He said the main times. He so, did, but the wife specifically said in part of the movie that, you know, she... But here's where I think he was coming from. They were paying her, which, you know, got her to get the money to pay for the food. So okay. technically, technically, technicality, yes. I live by those, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my uh, third place trophy. <laughs> so nice. No, I'm just kidding. I got fifth place. Okay, so... That is the overall loose plot of the, of the story of Parasite. Um, this story is, like my colleague said, it's about families basically lying and feeding off of, of each other. That is the overall theme of the movie. And that's something I'm going to be discussing today. So let's start out with the main uh, family first. This not... Hang on. Before we get into that, can we talk about the visualizations of this movie? Okay. Let's and, hear it. And the houses. The art... The architecture of these houses, so well done at the park house. So well done. The layout of the lower class families, like, they just have this huge extreme of, like, hey, this is how squalor looks in this world. And they did not hold anything back. There's so, a- they had the semi-basement <laughs> apartment. Yeah. Which, you know, you looked out their main window and you... We're at Street View. And you see a guy peeing in the first... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the guy was clearly drunk and stumbling around trying to find a bathroom. Um, so I kind of feel like that showed how low they were and what they were trying to get out of. They were trying to crawl up from the bottom and from being in the worst spot they could be. Hmm. Okay. And then when you get to the Parks house... You enter through this grand gate that they have. You end up going through the stairs, and then you get to the the lawn le- lawn level. Okay. You can't see any of the city. All you see is trees, and you really don't see any city. They're that high up in the elevation. Okay. And I think that just shows, like, they are the top of the top. They're the... So their house basically represents their stature in society. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Obviously, I my eyes are not as well-versed as yours in that movie. Well, again, I watched it last night to kind of review and get ready for this. No, so no, no. It's I mean, one of the things that it's definitely pops good. up to me. It's definitely good because, I mean, we all interpret these things in our own, like, in, in our own way. Like, example, the title. Like, yes. I saw one way, you saw the other way. That's why we do this for that, you know, that point of discussion. But we know we but we meet the first family and like living in the squalor. They're out there, they're stealing Wi Fi, they're doing odd jobs. Like okay. Phones so, are shut off. Phones shut off now. I grew up Bugs. I grew up pretty poor in New York City. So I I've been there before when you gotta like, you know, well before Wi Fi was even a thing, but I, I guarantee if I was poor back in New York City, I'd be stealing Wi Fi from somebody. So <laughs> You meet this family, and like most of these families you meet in these kind of movies who are like down in luck, not doing well, they're t- they're together. And you say, okay, even though they're broke, they love each other, you know? And that's something that we can discuss about the idea, once again, of family of, of uh, family and love, about what people would do to better themselves and their family. So, once again, I'm going to butcher these names, so Holly's going to do all <laughs> the names. So, going oh, forward, God. I will never say a Korean name properly. Just don't even ask me to say it. So, the uh, oh, go ahead. So the, uh, the the lead son... Are we going to go through the Kim family first? Yeah, the we have Kim to. family is the poorer family yeah, in this so movie. Kim, equal, Kim, for this point, equals poor family. Yeah. <laughs> and Park, obviously, is the more yeah. wealthy family. So, Park, Rich, Kim, Poor. This is so bad. <laughs> okay. Um, so it was, and I'm probably going to get some of these wrong too, so I do apologize. Um, Kitak was the dad mm-hmm. of the Kim family. Um, Kiwu was the daughter, and oh, yes. her name in English was Jessica. Mm. And Kijung was Kevin, and yeah. he was the son. And then Chung Suk was the mom. Yes. The Park family was Dong Ik was the dad. The mom really didn't have a name. She went by Madam or Mrs. Park. Yeah. Um, da Song was the son, and Da He was the daughter. Yes. So, there we are. There are more characters other than that, but we'll get to that when we know. All right. So, now we have the people now. Um, they are placed out there. So, 
Oh my gosh, these names are so bad. I don't want to butcher these names. Okay, so... I want to... Kijong? Kijong. Kijong meets his friend. You can call him Kevin. Kevin meets his friend who is basically leaving Korea to... I think he's going to another. Going he's to college. going to school. He's, he's going to school. Min Hyuk, yep. Min Hyuk. So he was actually going to school because he is also a tutor for English for, English. for the um, Park's daughter. Yes. So he tells his friend Kevin, "Hey, this is a pretty good job. You're smart. You can do this. Go apply for this job. I'll, you know, I'll vouch for you." He tells his friend, "Are you sure? Because I come from a pretty poor family." Uh, would they even accept me? And he he never like, got into college. Yeah. I mean, he's taken the entrance exam four times already. Yeah. But basically, he's not having the best kind of luck. Um, his friend, who has the Scholar's Rock. Yes, Scholar's, the Scholar's Rock. The Scholar's Rock um, says, basically, since he had it, he's been getting nothing but good luck. And he passes on to Kevin, who then in turn accepts to take the job as tutor for the Park family. So, now we have... Now we have Kevin who goes over to meet Miss Park. And we see Miss Park, the first time you meet her, she is like a real housewife of some state. She <laughs> is when I first saw this, this character, I'm like, oh wow, she's on her like fifth Adderall. It's crazy. So <laughs> she was She was passed out she, when we first met her. I don't know if she was drunk or like maybe on like a thousand pills, but she was not fully with it. Yeah, no, there was something weird there. And they never dove into that either. Yeah, which I find kinda of like a Yeah, that kind, was kinda yeah, weird. Kind of strange. Um, but she ex- explains that she takes these studies very seriously and she basically tested Kevin to see what he knew. Obviously, Kevin passes and he begins to teach, uh, teach Dai, Dai, Da Song. Da Song. Oh no, my gosh. I'm sorry. Dai Daihi. Dai I'm sorry. I can't do this. Name. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was interesting though is when he first went to the house to interview, he had his sister forge a um college certificate basically yes his sister jessica is big into art yes she also is really like these people who people of the kim family they're all smart this have like really really bad luck like the kim father he is a great schemer and planner he's really crafty you know he has that big old brain always thinking of like the the next step and he always says he has like, like a plan and that's his thing he he is the planner but his plan is a no plan. Yeah. But, but anyway, we'll get into it. that. He wings it. <laughs> um, yes. But I thought this was interesting. When he first got, before he went to go meet Mrs. Park, yeah. he left the house with this certificate that his sister forged, and he told his dad, don't think of this as forgery. I'll go to this college next year. And I thought that was interesting. It's kind of... It was a roundabout way of lying. I right. Mean, but it was... I know he had kind of like good intentions about it, but I was like, okay, this is trying to say like, I'm just trying to better my family. This will be good and everything. And it's okay. It was a way to make it seem okay, but it wasn't okay. It's kind of like, do me that old saying when you have a family, like say that, you know, would you steal bread to feed your starving family? It must be okay because you're doing it to save to feed someone else who needs it more than these people here. Right, but you don't know. Don't know. You don't know. Don't know but so I just thought that was interesting in there. Any loophole to break the cause, but yeah. But then we uh, so basically then we see how Kevin actually infiltrates, for better choice of words, the Park family, and he meets his you know pupil, and so his his friend was he's actually his friend is actually in love with. The person yes. he was tutoring, and he's he basically told. And before he left, he told Kevin that he's going to come back and right. be with her. Yes. So basically, he said when Kevin, she gets into college. Yeah, is, is is that crazy? Yes, that he, was. Um, he he tells Kevin, "I'm going to come back and be with her." Which to me, I was like, "Okay, you tell me that you trust this guy so much that he has no game at all, no chance getting with this girl." But that's why he chose him too. He said, I'm not using any of my college friends because they're all going to try to get with her. He's like, I trust you enough without a college degree to go teach her <laughs> and help. And what happened, like, the moment they met? Oh, flirty Grabbed eyes. Grabbed her wrist yep. and was like, 
Your heart doesn't lie. Yeah, so flirty from the get-go. And I have been in school many times and long enough, and no teacher has ever grabbed me by my wrist and said my heart (laughs) was into it. Yeah. So, yeah. So right there, we we see that the intentions and friendships are just basically thrown away. Yeah, everything's disposable. Basically, to, to this family, for them to get to a higher social status, everything is disposable. It doesn't matter. So once that happens, once Kevin is fully integrated now, and they trust Kevin because he's he's a good teacher, we he wants to bring in his sister, and the name that they go by is Jessica, right? Yes, she Jessica. has and she does the art. So she meets um, the, the the park boy, the little park that boy. Song. That song. That Yep. And that song's story is interesting because she meets him and she spouts us some. Google gibberish from Wikipedia. Art therapy, psychotherapy, all of this stuff. And she just comes up with words and ad-libs everything. (laughs) The mom believes it. She says something about he had a traumatic experience. And the mom's like, oh my God, he did. And she won't elaborate just yet. But um, she definitely trusts her and is like, okay, let's see what happens. You know, that definitely reminds me of that um, those old shows, those psychic TV shows, when they go, do you know anybody that begins with letter H? And they go, yes, oh my God, I do. And right. you take that one little hint of yes. like knowledge and you run with it, and then the people just get fooled by this supernatural knowledge that you have, which I just find so random. Right, and that's just people reading you and reading the cues that you're giving them. And that's what the, and that's what the Kim family is doing to the Park family. Um, yes. we, we then meet... Um, after that they start bringing him in more and more and more but here's what happened Jessica wants to get her dad a job yeah so what she does she literally gets the driver <laughs> who's a really nice guy the driver is great I really liked him yeah but she's like you know what let's try step two let's mm. get our parents jobs here yep so she's getting a drive home from the driver and he keeps saying he'll take her all the way home. She's like, nope, drop me off at the station. And that's her plot. <laughs> so what does she do there, Rich? She takes off her underwear and she leaves them in the limo. Now, <gasps> Mr. The Benz. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so, oh my gosh. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm, I'm not as classy as the Park family. I'm only a middle class man. But... <laughs> when Mr. Park gets back into the limousine, he finds said underwear and he has a discussion with it, a discussion with his wife, Mrs. Park, about she's how appalled. he's disgusted that the fact that this man would have sexual relations with that woman but, in his car. But not just in his car. He was more upset because it was in his seat, supposedly. Because that's where it was found. And he was, and he goes into great detail about like, I wasn't aware he was such a deviant pervert and like he kept going on and on. But is he though? Because you hear about some stuff later on that makes you question Mr. Park. But we'll do that later. Yeah. But now, when he got home, he took it with him (laughs) to bring his wife to show her. And he goes, you know what? He goes... If you paid him better, he wouldn't be doing this. So it kind of brings back that whole thing about they're looking down on people and they're just saying, if you pay them, they'll do exactly what you want. And that's not how people work. That's just not how no. things go. You can't buy someone's respect. No. You can't buy someone's admiration or love. You have to work for it. Um, so with that being said, they now they, they uh, Kevin and Jessica bring in their dad, Mr. Yeah. Kim who basically is a driver and they all and then he they make some like fake resume about how he's this great driver how he can do it all he's professional and right. so forth but yep there's one thing that uh missed and he, he gets a job kim gets a job working yep. for the uh, for the parks but one thing that mr park knows about, about mr kim is his smell and that smell is so important to the story now yes the way i see it is that he, Mr. Park, is rich and he's snooty. <laughs> and he looks down on people who are poor, like Holly just said earlier. And he smells them. He smells the poor. 
like a he said it smelled almost like it's the smell you um get when you go on the subway yep congested oh uh, he <laughs> said like oh god what was it i don't know rotting like something or other rotting onion or something he said like that rotting onion or cabbage was the uh thing but i was more surprised the fact that he would go into the great detail to basically like i don't know attack somebody obviously park wasn't uh, sorry kim wasn't around right but he wanted detail just he obliterating did. this guy yeah this. But do you know what though? He wasn't the first one to smell him. No, it was uh. It das, was the son. The son, right? That song, yeah. Yes, he smelled him first. He did because he went up to him and he's like, smelled him. Then he like walked up to the mom and he smelled her and he's like, it's, Jessica smells like this too. Yep. And which, nobody got it. Everybody just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, don't do that. That's weird. It was the, the smell of the Kim or maybe the smell of the poor. That's up to you to decide. The, the semi-basement smell that they lived in. <laughs> the old, like, <laughs> rotting food. Oh, God, so bad. Yeah. But, now. But then they, they, after that, they want to bring in the mom. Before the mom gets in, though, before they got in there, um, the mom made kind of a statement that said, I can't believe I trusted all these people thinking that everything was okay and I thought they were all normal. And she said that the chain of recommendation was more important to her than looking at information about them and, like, schooling and things like that. Yeah. Which is sometimes true, but sometimes not, clearly. I mean, you could you could say anyone's good on paper, you know, but, sure. then, but then you meet them and you're like, okay, well, you're not but as it, good. Again, in this way, it kind of works backwards. It, it does. You it, know? It does. It does. People don't have what you're looking for. or It's funny because I know when I was out there and, you know... Like, years ago, I was, like, applying for a job. Mm. And I remember how, like, my uh, my resume wasn't up to snuff. And my my former boss, he took a chance on me. He was like, you know, because, you know, we think you could be a good worker. You know, mm. you seem like you're smart. You can know this stuff. And he said to me, there's a guy here applying for the same job as you who had more college than you, but he didn't get the job. And I was like, why not? He said, because this guy was just good on paper. He could actually perform Right. You know, so that right there, so like I said, it, it kind of goes both ways. It but, does. Um, definitely in the story, they should have been like at least like Google them or like Facebook these people or something. I don't, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> they were no something research happened. Was, no research was done on this family whatsoever. <laughs> no, so, the mom didn't care. No, she didn't care. She's too. And I mean, that showed when you know Kevin started working there. He handed her the paperwork. She's like, I don't care about paperwork. Yep. It was just, it was it was your recommendation from your friend. That's why I hired you. Could be anything. Which he got paid higher than him too. Uh yeah, because I think that because I think that she uh no Kevin she said kinda, inflation. And also Kevin was like, really impressive with his out of the box knowledge right there. He was tested basically like you know on the spot, which is pretty nice. I mean they they all were kind of. Which Jessica wouldn't allow her to be in there for the first session, unlike Kevin. I, she actually said no, yeah, get out. You can't be here. Mom was freaking out over that. She was. And then she went to a little detail about uh, Da Song. Oh, I can't ever say his name. Is it Da Song? Da Song. Da Song, you know, his, his, his trauma, you know, mm. which is super important to the story. Mm-hmm. So there was one part in the movie which I really, really loved. And it was when basically when they start getting money. They're, they're getting money. They're out there actually eating proper. They're going home at night and they're kind of happy. You know, and I don't know about eating proper would be the well, proper thing. They were more sitting at the table all drinking together, so well, there I went mean, the money. I mean, they, they they were happier. You know, they weren't. They, were they really? They were thinking of more ways to suck more money out of the family. Well, they were all, but they were smiling and they were laughing and they mm-hmm. were just being jubilant. I mean, and you and my wife and me watched this movie before together, and we're like, who do you root for in this movie? Like. Are you trying to make sure people who are the pers- people who are poor, but people who are the rich people? They, 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 I felt bad for too? both of them, honestly. I um, did. Maybe sometimes, right, in a story, there's, there's like no clear winner or loser. It's like, just exactly. Bad. You just kind of root for like everybody. I root for myself. Like, I have to watch this movie. True. <laughs> but then you think about it and you're like, this is just how people are. You know, people will go out there and they, and they will use you and abuse you and then throw you away, you know, when you're yeah. done. Because the idea of, honor and friendship and loyalty right how quick was it for park to throw his driver who he said he known for oh years? yeah that's what i'm saying like he didn't care he was like nope let's talk about how the housekeeper got kicked out 
That oh, was that, awful. Okay, honestly, that was some systematic Ocean's Eleven's that was, setup. It, that was kind of cool. It really <laughs> was. It was really pretty bad, actually. Systematic right there for sure. Uh, you can go into it if you want to. So the father, Kitak, of Kim, he was at the hospital and he saw the housekeeper there because they found out from the park's daughter that she was allergic to peaches. So they started using peach fuzz to let her have an allergic reaction. So it sent her to the hospital. So they set up a whole production, basically. He took a picture, like a selfie, and she was in the background. (laughs) And the father goes up to Mrs. Park and he's like, hey, you know, I don't want to overstep my boundary, but I'm going to anyway. And he was like, I I took this photo, and isn't this your housekeeper? I overheard her. She was talking really loudly on the phone because she's super loud. You know, she's your housekeeper, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, okay, what's up? And he's like, she has TB. I'm like, oh, my God, okay, we're going to step over that boundary there. Sure, I felt so bad for her. Oh, my gosh. So they kept setting her up with peach fuzz all the time. And she ended up having an allergic reaction in the kitchen right as Mrs. Park walked in. And what did she do? She saw her coughing into a tissue and running to her room to go get her medicine. Oh, my gosh. And what did the dad do? Came over with his little packet of ketchup, puts it in the tissue, and goes, just picks it up and looks at Mrs. Park and goes, oh, my God. That stare. I was like, you're such a... Oh, man, it got me. Systematic... Systematic breakdown of the housekeeper. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like laughing. I sh- I feel bad saying, but I was laughing because I was like, "This is some like next level thinking right here." Like I have never gotten anything so well planned out like that in my life, and that is just like, yeah, they came together, and that's when a that's when a great plan comes together right there. You know, so I mean, I just. She had been there the longest. So she was there when the original owner, the architect who built the house, yes, was there. And when he left, I think he went overseas, mm. he introduced the housekeeper to the Park family. And she had been there ever since. Mm-hmm. So she knows... Everything. Knows, so, so knowing about the whole house, she knew about the whole layout of the house, which obviously the Parks didn't know about every nook and cranny of the house, which, you know... They should have. It's the house. They should like expect it. Right. But they get rid of her. She's fired. And then they bring in their mom. And right there, everybody, the Kim family has fully infiltrated the Park family. Yep. And the Parks know nothing about this. They keep saying like, oh, hey, this was my cousin's friend from college. And this is somebody that my family knew. So they don't know any of them our family. No, no. These are all separate people that just happen to get there all at once, which is not suspicious at all. No, no, you know. not in the least bit. <laughs> no, just, it's funny how, like, everything bad happened in such a quick manner, but once again, the parks are so delusionally stupid, they didn't question anything. Like, oh, whoa, my driver for all these years, he's not here anymore because he's a pervert. Or, right. my housekeeper, oh no, she has... TB for some reason. Oh, and our tutor is now gone to another college. It's just, it all happened so quickly. Oh, absolutely. And the father really doesn't take any part in hiring, firing, anything like that. The wife does. She handles all of that. Yes. The only one that the husband hired or sent to the wife to get hired was the mom in the car because the dad came up with this. Oh, the care facility, you know, <laughs> they hire only high, high ups to do all the jobs that you need for VIPs, which you're a VIP. Oh, yeah. So, so here you go. So right there, he's like, oh, I am, you know, I'm a VIP. So exactly. I, so I'm I, the best of the best. Yeah, so I deserve the best employees right here working for me, okay? Right. Because I'm, I'm Mr. Park, and I am a grade A asshole. So <laughs> we move over, and we, we go... A little ways in the future because we're gonna cover every topic that happened in the, well every scene in the movie before but- we get into that hang on sorry no 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 you're totally fine <laughs> it's fine when the um when the housekeeper got fired and they hired the new one 
the mom walked down the stairs with um, the Kim's mother, Chung Sook. Yes, yes. And she actually said, um, oh, God, what did she say? She said something about how, like, don't, sorry, <laughs> don't mention this and don't tell anybody how, um, God, I have no idea what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> don't mind me. It'll come back to me. She'll get it back. <laughs> She'll get it back. She watched what? a lot of movies lately. In the past oh, God. Days. No, it's fine. It's fine. Don't mind me. Don't mind her. We come back to it, okay? Yes. Come back to it. So basically, uh, we go a little bit in the future. The Kims are happy. They're in there. They're milking the parks for all the money. Well, they're getting paid. They have a good job of lying to these people here. And so they, they decide. They a shit ton of money, too. They will make a lot of money. <laughs> um, so basically, the parks go, they want to go away for a few days um, out of town to take Dong Sung outside camping or something. For his birthday. Yeah, uh, for, for his birthday. Yes, so they were going to go camping. So basically, during this time period, the Kims are like, got a big old house. They have to be here for a few days. Let's live it up. They invited everybody over, and what did yeah. we do? And they hung Booze out. all around, food all around, made a giant mess. And then things happened. The housekeeper comes back. You know, what I didn't understand is when the housekeeper came back, why did she look so disheveled and, like, with a cut lip and, like... That was, I think, to show us, the, the, the viewer, that she's now fallen on hard times. No, I know, but she had made how much money living with this family for however long they had been well, there? Well, No, is... I know. They got hit by loan sharks yep. and all that, but still, like... So, you know what? You know what's funny? Maybe the loan sharks actually beat her up. Maybe maybe that's what happened, too. Maybe. Let's, you know, for the sake of this uh, story... But why hadn't they beaten her up while she was living there, you know? Because, like, because you know, she was getting paid. She get paid no more. Mm, true. She, okay. Added, All right. That money, girl. She broke. I mean, come on. Those loan sharks are on point because she was gone for like what a day. How many loan sharks do you know? <laughs> like, what's going on in your life? <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, like a day of not having a job, and all of a sudden, like you come back beat up and cut up. Listen, man. If you all mean- right. If you owe me like five dollars, though, I'm gonna break your thumbs. Straight simple, right there. Okay. So. Oh <laughs> man. So she comes to the house. She's on the uh, video cam. The she's on the uh, ring door center. What you want to call it? Yeah. And she's like, "Hey, I left something here." Yeah, let me in. Let me in. And they're like, "No, go away." (laughs) And now the housekeeper knows them all as workers. Yeah. And so basically, she eventually right they they let her in and they like walk her downstairs. Well, they're hiding, but. Uh, the mom the, yes. lets her in and they go downstairs and then she sees her trying to like move this I'm sorry the scene where she's pushing the shelf oh, <laughs> and no. she literally falls oh yeah I'm yeah, sorry yeah. She's not skipping, I definitely laughed at that she didn't skip any gym days right there <laughs> <laughs> oh my god she's crawling on the wall with both feet against the wall and two hands there and all of a sudden I'm like everybody I don't ever. believe she could do that that's actually a Korean thing actually you know when you actually go to the uh, Korean hospitals though they test you for that like day one <laughs> I think, no. oh no, my no, god no, no. So, you're hysterical so when they <laughs> you go downstairs and you see she's open the secret passage way and you meet her husband you go down like two more levels it's crazy how, it's like a, how far down it is now for a little bit I was like is this, it's gonna become like a horror film I wasn't really sure how it was going to happen. I got a little nerve-wracked. Um, but then you meet this guy, and they, like... And he's just freaking out. He's, he's kind of, like... He's got, like, bug eyes. Like, yeah. he's super creepy. Yeah, even before his, like, big change. Yeah. So you, you meet this guy, and they tell you his story about how he made some bad investments. He took some money out with the wrong people. And now he's basically in hiding because if he goes out, they'll, they'll kill him because he owes the money. Yeah. So his wife was doing the... She was feeding him, basically. And feeding and hiding him because she loves him so much. And he's been down there ever since. And then and down there four years, three months, and seventeen days. Okay. Wow. You (laughs) and you watch rent? (laughs) (laughs) So Um, yeah, he was down there for a while. He was down there for a long time. And I think she put him down there um right after the architect left. Yes. So And because of that. You know, she knew the layout of the house better than the parks did because... Right. She they had, had no idea that yep. was even in there. And I don't think 
think they ever found out that was no, there throughout they, the whole movie. They did, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's actually a little secret hidden away forever. <clears throat> so, you meet this guy, and, he's, and he goes along about how he's been there, bad choices he's made, and then he goes on, and then they get this big scuffle because the dad gets, what, I think the dad fell, and I think what happened, the, the, the dad so, fell. yeah, the dad tripped, or okay. the son tripped. Somebody tripped, okay. and all three of them fell down the stairs. Yeah, and so they basically, like, the, knock her out. The help, the original no, housekeeper. The, yeah, the old housekeeper yeah. is like, what the f? Like yeah. you lied to me because the old housekeeper said, like you know, when it was just the mother down there, she was like, oh sister, like you know, we're in hard times. Like yeah. this is what happens, and she was like trying to beg her to like let them stay there and just drop him food every couple days. But as soon as her family fell down, yeah. her flips, her switch flipped. Well, she was trying to like appeal to being a worker to worker right you know? she so, was and i think that she probably would have done it if she if that you know if they didn't get found out because then right because it was after that right she had the this little blackmail going and then she's freaking out because they had him upstairs tied up upstairs mm. and and then whatever the kims get free okay but during that time period right the parks call and they're like hey we're coming home all right. Eight this, minutes away. Let's yep. go. Yep. And guess what? My son wants noodles. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like, okay. Yeah. And the she, mom's like, have this all ready. And so now they're trying to, they have the housekeeper and her husband all tied up downstairs. Yes. And they're trying to get everything set and back to where it belonged while she's making noodles. She's making noodles and... I think during this this time period, noodles. Like, why would anything else? You, they you, wanted ramen. It was late with sirloin steak in it, mind you. I know, they were but getting fancy. It was so late though. Like it was like ten o'clock or something. It had whatever. That yeah, that's should, late to you. Oh dear. Well, I'm also thirty five, so that's probably why. But also, he's a kid. Why was he not asleep at ten o'clock? It's his birthday. They I don't, don't care, love man. Me alone. I need to go to bed. All right, Whatever. I need to go to bed. You gotta grow. They're up getting right. tutored every single day. They don't need to. Oh yeah. Whatever. Go to bed. That's my discussion right there. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so basically, this person falls. The old housekeeper falls down. They, well, no, no, no. She does not fall down. No, no. The new housekeeper kicked her down the stairs. I, I want to say a gentle push. <laughs> no, she literally took her foot and she was like, down you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think when I first saw that scene, I was like, this is Sparta. Because she kicked the crap out <laughs> of her. That's exactly what happened. She <laughs> Sparta kicked her down the stairs. <laughs> How old Absolutely. Are we? Oh, my God. We're so old. We're saying 300 quotes here. Yeah, um, <laughs> So she basically... She's she severely, got knocked out. She's really injured. And her husband sees it happen. He's tied up, and he's freaking out because he thinks that she's dead, and he's scared, and he's, you know, he's been down there for years, so his sanity's not fully there. Now, now granted, he seems seems like he's definitely off. Like, he's kind of loony from just being in a basement by himself for four years. Yeah. Like, he's not really crazy, but he's just, like, lost his mind a little bit since he's been secluded for so long if you i mean being in the basement would do that to you for four years Think i about, mean i can't imagine that yeah, i can't I, be I, by myself for four minutes oh no, that's not good for anybody <laughs> <laughs> oh god that, that's another podcast we gotta talk about no, <laughs> that's, that's such a lie like when i watch drama like mm, no, don't, don't, that's all that's a whole nother story oh. whole nother podcast <laughs> um but do you know what though before the park family got back when they were partying it up in the living room yes Mrs. Kim Chung Sook. Yes. She made a comment about how Mrs. Park is super nice. And she said, I would be super nice if I had all the money in the world too. And so she kind of equated richness and money with being nice. I think because when you have all this money, you're not really You're not worried hard. about things. Yeah, you're not worried. So you could you could live your best life and be like oh, I agree, yeah, but whatever. I just I just thought that was interesting because now she was, it kind of pointed to like her saying like, oh, I'm not the nicest person out there because I'm poor. That gives me a reason to be a little more. It, you know, it kind of goes back to that thing again with um tough, the you know 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really agree with that. I mean, your statement is, is true, yes, but I don't agree with her um, stance on that. Um, oh, no, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm the same way with you. I don't agree with it, but I think it's interesting how that's what she says. It's funny because it kind of goes back to what Mr. Kim said earlier, how it's not really lying because you're going to go here next year. But once right. again, this is always an excuse for the things that they do. Like they are. Yeah. They're, they're, they're trying to justify everything. Yes. That's going to say the things that, Oh, that's good. You're my <laughs> brain, man. Make some space. But yeah, um, I, I for one see that being a running thing. Mm, yes, definitely. We, so we flash forward just a little bit and the parks are home. There, people are downstairs, locked downstairs in the basement. Yep. But guess what? The Kims couldn't leave in time because they were out there trying to be all shady and stuff. So they're, they're hiding. <laughs> they're hiding. Random places. Yep. So there's one. <laughs> one under the daughter's bed. That was, uh, I think, Kevin? Kevin. Yes, Kevin was there. and Jessica was under the coffee table. And I, I think she's there with her parents, right? Uh, or... No, no, no. They weren't there yet. They had... They got there at the end, at the next scene. Okay. The dad at that point was hiding downstairs in the basement. Yeah. And then they found a point to try to escape. Yeah, so some spy stuff. And then all of a sudden, Da Song came down and he wanted to go camping out in the rain. Oh yeah, that gets so weird. So he's obsessed with Indians and everything Native American too, which was an interesting point that they put in there too. It's it's Um, kind of random, but okay. yeah. Yeah. I think that was kind to kind of show something else, too, but... I guess character development, but it wasn't even explored, really, but no. it's not a big deal. Um, but at that point, when they came down, the family had cleaned up all they needed to do, and then they, the mother, dad, and daughter, or, sorry, no, the father, daughter, and son ended up hiding under that coffee table, which... How big is that coffee table that they were laying flat and it was probably only <laughs> how high? Like, and, and no one saw anything and no. they shoved all the glass and oh the my food God. under there. I'm thinking, I don't think there's any way they all fit. No, no, no. No chance. That was, that's more saying like, oh, like, just believe it right here. It's a movie. Just don't question every scene, right. people. No. Well, too bad for you, okay, Mr. <laughs> Boone? Because me and Holly don't question the hell of that scene. I really did, because <laughs> they shoved everything under there, and then they put their bodies, and there was nothing when they crawled out. Like, that that scene actually did kind of pop Do you know what I'm getting, though? They were eating and drinking all day. You tell me they, they didn't, like, pass gas once. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like, I eat, like... My daughter uh, was eating dog biscuits. Yeah, like... Like, <laughs> like I legit... Like, I... I drink water and I'm a passing gas. I don't know what's going on, man. Like, no, they were just drinking all this stuff all day. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, but it gets a little strange. So it's nighttime. The kid is outside. He's out there camping, being a whatever. The daughter is up there sleeping. And the parents are sleeping in the living room right next to the kids. But they get freaky with it. It, it turns rated XXX real quick in that house. Not really, that much. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic. Anyway. Um... <laughs> But there's there's oh. one scene. How did they not see them though? I'm sorry. No, but you know the funny part was the uh, Mr. Park was talking to Miss Mrs. Park about yes. about getting on, and she mentions about those panties about earlier. No, he brought that up, what, and that was, was it him. That okay. was gross. Okay, because he was like, "Hey, do you still have those?" <laughs> those panties. <laughs> those, He's like, "Those used panties." If, if you if you get those, and I'm like, "All right." I mean, and I mean, this is off topic, but I had just w- watched him in My Mister, which he is a totally different character and mm. super sweet. And like, I was like, oh my god, this is a side that I I'm not used to seeing you because <laughs> I just finished that drama before I watched this movie, oh, okay. and he was the main character. And I'm like, oh my god, I was like, <laughs> you have those panties. This still? is weird. <laughs> this is very weird. No, I haven't made more. Then I even washed. No, uh, but they're so they get them on, they get freaky. And they say something about the smell. The smell is back. The, the Kim smell. That poor people smell. <laughs> he just could not. He just could not shake it. He kept making that face like he like just yeah, smelled somebody yeah. like just ripped a, a strong one at the bar. Right. So we flash forward once more. They're out. They're safe. They get out and they go back to their house. And oh. all you see is them walking and running downstairs, downstairs, and it's 
a monsoon basically outside. So yeah. all you see is the water pouring down the stairs while they are going down and lower and lower and lower. Yep. Which was a great visualization. I loved it. Yes, the I and with all the flooding going on and they still try to get together and they have to evacuate to this I think was it a, a, gym. a gym? A gym. Yeah. So they go to this gym and they're talking to their dad and they're like, Dad, what's the plan? And he's like, I got a plan. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. I got a plan. And that's all he says. Yeah. And lo and behold, <laughs> there's no plan. He's there's no a, plan. There's no plan. He, they, 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 they literally are in over their heads. So they go back next day. And once again, they, Mr. Mr. Kim smells because he's been out all night in, in the rain. And then he sees Mr. Park and, and Park's looking at him like, hey, you stink, man. <laughs> you stink. He didn't tell him that. He basically gave him a look like, you stink, man. Yeah. Like, well, no. This, After the flooding, he they had, had the birthday party. Well, the birthday party, but then there's that scene about when he he tells Kim, he tells Mr. Kim, hey, I want you to do this for my son. Yes. The Indian thing. The yeah. play, basically. He wanted him to do it. And he basically said, I don't want to do this. And he basically said, and so, so Park goes, I'm paying you. So you do what I say. Exactly. Again, this whole thing about if I pay you more, you do what I say. No questions asked. Don't do anything. This is what you need. A super sense Uh. of entitlement and also privilege. Right. All right there in that that one scene. Because during the whole movie, I'm like, okay, maybe they're just like a rich snobs. But he legit was the epitome of a rich, pretentious Oh, he absolutely was. Now... That whole flooding scene. Oh, yeah. Here it goes. The house was destroyed. Everything was... That broke that family. Yes. So, at the party, when the mother was getting stuff ready and talking to her friends and whatever, she said, oh, the rain yesterday was such a blessing. (laughs) And they make that face like... No. like, Like, they're like... That's what she said. And she didn't say it to the Kims, but she was talking to her friends, and I think the father might have been shopping with her and he heard was, that. He was, and, but he like, but he kind of like he paused for a second, right? And you could tell he was broken and he was so hurt by that comment because the rain destroyed them. And she's like, "It was the best thing that could have happened. The lawn is green. Everything's great. It's all happy. Now we're gonna have our jumbo shrimp and our champagne and our wine, and we're gonna have a party. It's gonna be great. Now, by the way, I hate these kind of parties though. When they do now." When a parent throws a party for a kid, just get a pizza and call it a day. You don't need freaking champagne, jumbo shrimp. Kids hate shrimp. I don't care what kind of kids you are. They don't eat shrimp. They want to. They want to play with lame toys. Play, give a kid a box. They don't care. He just you know? wanted to hang out in his tent. Honestly, that's yeah. all he really cared about. The party was more for for them. Yeah, for um, for the parents. Like, oh, look at me. Look what I got. I have more things than you. Oh yeah. Time to over it so I can brag. It's fun. But remember, the mom also was like, no gifts, just come, just come and do all this. And they have, like, a cellist and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Really? Like, okay. gag me right here. It's terrible. <laughs> so, yep. So we go a little bit way more in time. And we get to close to the climax of the story. And we we now have, well, okay, at, at this point, every player is in place. Okay. So we have Kevin going downstairs. He feels Ooh, off. Don't forget, Kevin brought the Scholar Rock with yep. him to I'm gonna, the party. A gold tattoo as well because he felt that I think he said it was cursed. No, 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 no. So forget. it brings. It's supposed to bring material wealth to whoever owns it. Yeah. Which was true. I mean, when they had it, it brought them the, to the it house to and the kind of. Yeah. It brought them to the parks, who you know, in turn, brought them wealth. Did. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. But, you know, it's what they kind of did with it after that that kind of threw the whole thing down the drain. <laughs> so he basically brought the rock down to bring it down to, you know, the old housekeeper and he was his gonna, wife. He was going to go down and there. her husband. He was going down there to kill them both with said Scholar's Rock. No, he wasn't. He <laughs> was trying. To, no, he yes. was not going down there to kill them. He was trying to give it to them. So that they, yes. I don't think so. Oh, no, absolutely. I I think the attention, he was going to, no. He was going to kill them. No, he he wasn't. Because he was going to take care of it. No. We're having a discussion. No, no. This is live. There are no, there are no edits happening right now. No recuts, no reshoots. This is, 
We're doing it live. No, no, he was not. He was going down there because he wanted to solve everything. No. Really? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. absolutely. Okay, so for this part, we can say, let's just go with that, okay? Let's go with that. I'm going to say it because you watched it last night. Okay. He goes down there, tries to give uh, that, his name, I forgot his name, the guy, the housekeeper's uh, husband. The husband, yeah. I don't know his name. Neither. I don't know. Tries to give him the rock. The skull's <laughs> rock. So, in turn... But they, he drops it down the stairs, kind yeah. of like the dad fell. And because <laughs> the family's clumsy, they all got two left feet. Um... They they probably dance worse than me, so they um, he gets down there and he tries to escape, and the, well, that's when he finds the housekeeper dead. Oh yeah, she died. She died. She died period. because yeah. she had a concussion. Yeah, and she didn't get any help. And that's when the husband tried to kill. Kevin. Well, I thought he's young, but he um, the husband in, in the basement came upstairs mm-hmm. with a scholar rock and oh, smashes yeah. Kevin's head in twice. And it wasn't like Twice. it wasn't like oh my god I I dropped I a dropped rock. a rock no it was like no I'm smashing this down like a water balloon like he had no I, I honestly I thought Kevin was done with the first how game. was he not why you know how, how did he um, I don't know um, we'll go into that not, I don't even know either Kevin has had he has uh, metal plate or I don't something. know man he was. He should be, you know, whatever. I'm not, he should right. be dead. No, exactly. You, I had, I really thought you, he was down for the Did you feel man. that dud when he, like, hit him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That really hurt. I cringed hard when oh, that happened. Oh, I did, too. Um. Uh, yeah. It was pretty crazy. So, he goes out there and. Grabs the knife. And he's going out into the party. Because he wants to get it in. He's trying to get, <laughs> he's trying to get a party going. And he's I'm like, sorry. Because he had been bashing his head in. He used to do Morse code. Yeah. To the lights. To, the, like, the Kim family, uh, to the Park family, yeah. to be like, oh, thank you, and, like, whatever. And so his head is all bloody and nasty and yeah. gross. And now there's this guy with a knife just strangely walking out into this garden party. And he looks terrifying. He looks like a, like a oh, big he, demon. Oh, he did look terrifying. He was so terrifying that when uh, Da Song saw him, because FYI, big spoiler, by the way, that was his trauma. Da Song saw him. Saw a ghost, which a- was... Him. The husband. Yep. yep. And it freaked him out. He sees him again. And he just faints. Like, yep. I don't know. He faints. A panic attack. Something. He fainted. He fainted. But can I say, though, we're going to go off here. When Song saw him and, like, had the trauma in the first place, yeah. I died at that scene when the dad was <laughs> walking up the stairs. Literally, I burst out laughing because I was like... I don't think this is supposed to be funny, but I'm like, that is hysterical because his eyes were just like... Oh, yeah. He fell over like a uh, <laughs> a classic like 1950s old girl. Oh, heaven's the Megatroid. Oh, no. <laughs> but when he was climbing up the stairs, like those eyes just... Oh, yeah, I, they I were, laughed. Those eyes were ominous, but at the same time kind of goofy. But okay. it's fun. <laughs> it was great. Oh, no, I, so anyway. It was, it, was, it was good. It was so good. anyway, that song faints. And we get the murders. So yes. many murders. So the first one... Is the husband stabs Kiwu? Oh yeah, and down she goes. And she is she's kind of funny, you know. I think that if I was to get stabbed, I'd be like, you know, I'd be like her, like, oops, this hurts, you know. Yeah, <laughs> this, this she's sucks. like, Dad, don't hold it. And this is where you're kind of finding out that the parks are like, oh wait, something's wrong because oh yeah, Kitak went to his daughter, obviously trying to hold the wound, and. Dong Eek was like, yo, get the car. Like, I yeah. need to take my son. He he fainted. Yeah. It's the most important thing in the entire world. Yep. And yes, is it serious? Sure. Of course it is. I would want that for my child. Yeah. And everything like that. But this person is bleeding out on the ground and you have a murderer right here. Yeah. So I think there are priorities that we did not hit there. And he kept, he kept asking for the keys over yes. and over and over again. Right. And, he just, and then he so just... So he threw them. And then he... And then... That uh, that guy, the husband, went after the wife, yeah, Chung Suk, because she killed his yeah. wife. And then he like smelled him. Oh my God! Yes, remember, when he rolled him, him over and smelled him. He smelled him, and he picked up the keys, and he gave this like disgusted face. The father saw that, and the father was just like, you know what? He went off. Yeah, because once again, it came full circle. The smelly poor. Yeah. So you know what though. You get what you got. Kitak. Kill. He just killed, killed, killed. Kitak took that knife and was like, down Dong Eek. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. And, and after that, he's on the run. 
He's on the run. And then we flash forward a little bit. Vanished into thin air. Magic. It's magic. David Blaine magic. (laughs) And then we go to our last flash forward. The last one. This is the full... One month later. Yeah. And during that time period, Kevin is not dead. How? (laughs) Kevin woke up after a month after being bashed in the head twice. Like, I don't know how that happened. I don't, but he's wearing a bandage and he wakes up laughing because of his concussions he got from The Rock. God knows whatever brain damage he has. They said that it's common to have actions like that. Abnormal reactions, yeah. The two cops are going, they go like, hey, uh, your sister's dead. He starts laughing. And and I'm thinking that's just... It's kind of like that movie Joker when he keeps laughing yeah, over yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah, definitely. And you, and you kind of feel bad for him. Like, oh man, you know, his sister's dead now. Your dad's on, on a run. And, you know, your mom and you, it's just you two guys now. So what do you do now? So he goes, now, oh, sorry, go ahead. Do you know, they only got probation for everything that happened. So I'll get to that as well. Sorry. And this is why I don't understand how they impersonated people. They basically blackmail extorted people and you only get probation if i jaywalk on thursday i'm going to jail all right (laughs) but here's the thing they didn't know about the other family the old housekeeper and the husband so they didn't know about any of that but still they still one person's house dead body is just like downstairs and they didn't even bring that up the other guy the husband like nothing came of that just no. some random guy died. Like, who's this guy here? Who, like, nope, just some poor nope. person. Nope, that's it. Another he poor, must have come off the streets. Another you poor know, murder. Whatever. <laughs> oh, it's connected. Oh, it's That sounds so bad. It does sound really bad. We, yeah. We will not cut that out. <laughs> we keep it in there. Yeah. But then, basically, uh, we uh, Kevin sees his sister, you know, cremated. Well, she she's cremated. They're, his mom is discussing, like, what do we do next? You know, your father... They don't know where he is. They have no idea where he is. But his father does communicate with, you know, Kevin through Morse code. He he learned Morse code and they're using the lights. And Kevin swears. He swears that he's going to go to college, make some money. Yeah, because the father ended up back in the basement where the other husband was. Full circle. Full circle. And he's living in the basement. And he's stealing food almost every night. Yep. From the new families yep. and everything. I'm kind of sad we didn't find out what happened to the parks, though. I think that's okay. They just moved away and it yeah. kind of went on from there. I think I think that's okay that we don't need to... I think that because I think the Kim story was more compelling. Um, yeah. They were, they were truly the... the they were the no, I, I liked how they left it there, but I just thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, Open and okay. ambiguous, as it always, is. in these things. Yeah. Well... But, I'm glad they didn't just leave it where he met up with his dad in his his thoughts. His thoughts, yeah. And, you know, like, oh, he finally made the money and he mm-hmm. was able to save his dad. I'm glad they didn't leave it there and they went further yeah. into it and they went about how he would never afford that house. Because it's so far out of their reach. It's crazy. And this yes. is something that he has to deal with forever. Yes. The choices that were made. The thing that I wanted to bring up that I thought was really interesting that I found out. You're getting bonus tips here and also... Bonus tips that I learned yesterday. Call it Holly's Bonus Points. (laughs) The ending song to the movie was called A Glass of Soju. Okay. Which was originally... Which was written by the director. Oh, okay. And it was sang by the actor who played Ki Jung. Really? Now. That's interesting. The title was originally going to be 546 years, which was a calculation that was made by the director, which referred to how long it would take Ki Jung to earn enough money. What? To purchase the house. Okay, wait, wait, wait. How much does that house cost? (laughs) But that's just, that's something that I learned yesterday that I was like, that's amazing. Wow. That that's kind of how it all went full circle. There, I was like, "Jeez, that's, that's crazy!" And that's without spending any money. I do believe I could be 
incorrect, but I'm pretty sure that's what I saw What kind yesterday. of bank do you need to go to to get a loan to buy that house? Like, what the well, hell? Well, that's why they said... Do you remember in the, like, dream or his, like... His ending vision? His of- ending vision, they were like, we don't show this house to anyone. Uh, it's, like, the extreme, this is the top tier of everything. Jeez, man. Right. Okay. Isn't that great? That's that actually like, really... Back there? Um, actually, it made the ending to me a lot more sadder, Holly. Uh, now <laughs> I feel really bad for this family, more so than I should, but jeez, like... Yeah. That sucks for everybody. It does. Um, it's really a hard... Well, Parasite was an amazing film. And Phenomenal. this was an amazing discussion that we had. It's been about an hour. We've been chatting for an hour. This oh my is, this God, is great. really? Well, I mean, we could go longer, but we're not going to overload it. Yeah. <laughs> we already did overload it enough. Um, one thing that I did want to add, well, a couple of things I want to add to this story, is Parasite was actually the first film, uh, first Korean film ever to win an Academy Award Yay, in the Korea. U.S. In the U.S. So that, that, that's a big deal. Yay. It's a big deal because it shows that the reach of foreign films obviously has always been here to, in America, but finally the reach of the Korean market is reaching America finally, and people are sh- are seeing that it doesn't matter what country you're from, if you have good stories to tell, yes, tell it absolutely. Tell it. This was a great story about so many great themes, and this director is so great. You know, he yeah. did uh, Snowpiercer, which was a great film. Um, he did that, and it actually was an American film. But he did it all, you know, with, obviously with, with, with the French as well. And this film got a lot of good accolades as well. Great cast, great sound, great mixing, great everything. I only have one bad thing with this film. Oh, God. What's that? And it's, this is it right here. Here it goes. Here it goes. The only thing bad with this film is the fact that it had to end. <laughs> I, was, I was kidding. No, it's a great film. It was. Great film. I definitely give it. It ended great. It ended great. Um... There's one thing that I did want to add to this actually a little extra bit here of knowledge. Oh. Um, they're actually developing a Parasite miniseries TV show for HBO Max as we speak. Very cool. And it's also going to, uh, it's going to involve the director of Parasite. He's going to be involved with it every step of the way. It's going to take place concurrent about the Parasite story. I'm super excited so, about that. I'm not sure who's going to be featured in it though. Maybe, maybe it may take place a week before the Kims meet the parks or maybe it'll be something with I don't know, with the Housekeeper family, about how they, they, they got there. Who knows? It could be anything. Interesting. But it's being developed right now as we speak. Oh. Well, that's kind of like um, how I told you they're going to remaster this into black and white. Yes. And I think some films do better in black and white. For, you know, visually, obviously, the right. story will, will be the same. I think it makes you focus on different aspects of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you look at it a little differently because then you don't have all the... Distractions. All these shiny colors. <laughs> oh no! Was right. That, is that it, a penny? It was pretty cool. I will say, I did watch this in black and white, and I really did enjoy and it just a little bit. She's better. bragging. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's bragging. Shut up. Okay, I'll, I'll be good. <laughs> so anyway. So we gotta give our rating. What are you gonna rate it? On a scale one to five, one being the worst, one being Fast and Furious, five being The Godfather. I give Parasite a five. Perfect film. Perfect film. When I love when a story has many like pieces that are moving and characters that are so relatable. Now, I would never do that to you know what the Kims did to the parks, but <laughs> I've been there before. I've been poor, you know, and I've been like you know I. I Hopefully grew- not that poor. No, 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 no. I mean. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure at one point in time, right? A rat gave me like a handout. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, but it definitely spoke to me a lot more because you see how people would go so far for their family, but the extremes have no limits. They, they, they don't, right. you know. But I agree. But definitely, Parasite is a film that you should see. I don't care if it's Korean. It's an amazing film, and if you like a movie with an amazing story, a fantastic narrative, and a overarching plot, Parasite is your movie. Yes, and so. I agree with you. I think it deserves a five out of five. Five out of five. It was perfect. I mean, I'm sure you guys could tell that's what I was going to give it from the beginning. <laughs> I said it was a phenomenal movie. I've watched it multiple times, and it's just great. Like you said, the people, the plot, everything about it. 
I think it is relatable and it just has a great theme and it was I, a phenomenal movie. I love it. Well, please watch it. Please Everyone. Watch it. Watch it, and if you watch it, please just use this as a guide, but not, you know what, but you know what, but have your own discussion, yeah. you know? I mean, because this is what we think about it, and our discussions were obviously different, you know, we have a different views about it, even down to the title. So, yeah. it's very I just, true. you know, and you know, with that, you know, being sad, we'll give a quick little thanks. I want to give a thanks to people who stayed this whole hour. Yeah, thank um, you. Thank you for bearing with us in our rant and our fast-paced We, we hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. We did so, enjoy it a lot. <laughs> amazing story, and thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. We do. And thank you for, you know, for staying tuned with us. Thank you. I've been Rich, and it's been Holly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.